The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One step away, forward in motion. Nowhere I've been, nowhere I'm going. Voices rise up, a beautiful sound. There's more than enough music to go around. One step in line with me Put your hands up, get on your feet Oh, 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 oh This is my circle This is my tribe Leaning together with no And welcome to another episode of Voices of Unity. It's your boy, Rev Skip. I'm Chad Bradford. Aloha, everyone. It's Faith Rivera. And we have a special guest and a special greeting for all you veterans. My daughter, Izzy, brought this home from school. She's a little shy, but she recruited her brother here, Kai, to give this special greeting to all of you veterans. Here you go, Kai. Thank you, veterans, for all you've done. In our hearts, you are number one. You give up so much in sacrifice. You leave your families without thinking twice. We have our freedom because of you. We can't thank you enough for all you do. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. We love Aww, you. <laughs> great job, you. Kai. That was amazing. Yeah, great job. And then once again, <laughs> I, we need to have an applaud button. We have to have applaud yes. button. You'd be like, so <laughs> we applaud you. That was pretty awesome. How y'all doing? Yes, it is Veterans Day. So it is. it's my day. It's my day. So it is yes. your day. We forgot that. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's okay. Right. You, you, here's the thing, and I said this in yoga class because I always say Happy Veterans Day. So today, in yoga class, I said, you know, I bless everyone who served, and I honor your service. I honor my service, but I am a warrior of peace these days, mm -hmm. and I believe that there's a different way that we can solve our problems. Um, but I do honor your sacrifice. I honor I honor what this day is all about. But I also want to bring a higher consciousness around peace and love in this world. So happy Veterans Day out there, everybody. And we love you and thank you for your service. Oh, we do. How y'all doing? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I bet you all the veterans out there would say like, yeah, we wish we, you know, our job didn't entail what it, it does to be warriors of, of peace instead. So amen to that vision. I mean, yeah. I, I want to yes. see it in my in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I have I have some other this. That's a whole nother show, y'all. I ain't going to go down there because there's some people who there's some people who don't want peace on this world and they they, uh, they see the benefits of of war and gaining profit over war. But that's a whole nother show. It Let's is. Keep and it that's light. not our, that's not <laughs> our, <laughs> our, that's How y'all doing? Let's keep it light. <laughs> 
I took the one that said that's the first rule of thumb. Keep it light, then we go deep. So (laughs) Yeah, well I tell you, you, I don't uh, Skip, you remembered um, our friend Courtney Bennett, who came on with us. I um, do. You know yes. her star foraging um, uh, group and her, her Instagram account and her business is, uh, keeps growing and growing, which is really cool mm-hmm. to see. Um, but from her, I know that there's umpteen things in retrograde, and uh, <laughs> and there's full <laughs> moons. And boy, am I feeling it! I feel like I've been, you know, uh, just upside down the past two weeks. But uh, you know, fortunate. Faith, have you, hey, Faith, have you been have you been feeling it? Because I know you, you just claim retrograde anytime something's out of order. But if you feel <laughs> retrograde these days, Faith is going, retrograde. I'm going, Faith, it's not retrograde. She goes, retrograde, no. retrograde. I'm like, Faith, it's not retrograde. Do you feel but, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, but I also I claim that here, let me show the unicorn <laughs> way to do retrograde. So uh, my daughter had two days off. She only went to school yeah. actually two days this week. So we're all excited. We have season passes to Wet and Wild, right? So we're packing oh. up. I was busy in the morning and I said, let's go. So we drive and we drive far. I mean, on the island, it's far. It was like 30, 40 minutes, right? We get there. It is not even open. Okay. And then, so we say, let's go to the slime place. So we go to the side. Well, it's open at 11. So we walk around, you know, and I'm committed in my mind. We're just like, well, we're still going to have a great time. The sign place didn't open either. So it was a day of oh, like no. things not being expected. And yet I think when you're committed, you know, to, to having a good time, we had a fabulous time. We'd laugh at everything that was closed or, you know, the park gates we couldn't get through. I mean, it was so it, it was a fun retrograde kind of day. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, Skip, Skip looks so skeptical right now. I, I'm like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, it is true. <laughs> no, no, it is. No, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to poo poo it. I really listen, I, I am not going to be Reverend Poo Poo today because I be sometimes. Right. You be Reverend Poo Poo. I am not Reverend Poo Poo, but I'm going to tell it like it is. Sometimes, and we've talked about this, sometimes you got to say retrograde is just retrograde. I know that sometimes, like Chad just said, I feel upside down, twisted, and stepped on sometimes in retrograde. Uh-huh. But yes. I love what you said, Faith. It's all how oh. you, the energy you put behind it. I love you, unicorn. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> and unicorn. it's more- and it's more than that. It's really, I was like, well, what is the gift here? I mean, almost to a point where I was like, well, so what, what is it? If the thing, you know, and I, and, and I don't know that it was some big spectacular thing, but we had amazing halo halo, which is a Filipino dessert on that side of the island. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm going to take it I home. I love me some halo halo. Take it home to the rainbows. I'm telling you. Because you, you remember I was stationed in Hawaii. I was stationed oh, you know in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. I know halo halo. I know. Okay. I know all the Hawaiian foods, yo. Mm-hmm. I never see, I never never met a bowl I didn't like. Okay. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, so what what's your retrograde living look like? What's your so, retrograde living? Well, yeah. I to tell you the truth, it just <laughs> when you're senior minister, it feels like everything's in retrograde. <laughs> so, you putting fires out everywhere. You putting fires out with your staff, you're putting fires out with with your members, you're putting fires out with your practitioners. But in in, in the retrograde, what we've been talking about this for the last few weeks has been, um, can you see the beauty in the challenging parts? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this all the whole time the show. So part of my retrograde has been, can I see the divine in the not feeling so great retrograde? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because that too yeah. is God too. That too, and she we just went deep. But that that too is God <laughs> as well. But I can tell you, I can can tell you one thing that I have been just loving, and I normally don't love. We've been in the middle of a hurricane here, another one. Okay. But it hasn't yeah, been. It's been yeah. like a character. Uh, it's been like a category one, not really a yes. hurricane. Everyone said it's the baby hurricane because we just had a category five. Yes. Right. So one, but it's been this tropical rainstorms that will cloud up, and it's been like rain. I've loved it. I've <laughs> loved it. It's just been like I sit outside of my balcony and just listen to the rain. It's yeah. been wonderful. So I did that yesterday. Um, yeah, and I'm about to go to um, London, so I'm getting excited. God, to go to that's London. so exciting! That's oh my god, I'm going to London in less than three weeks. I was just saying to. Um, to James, less than three weeks. But here's okay. Let's keep it real here. Now I'm like, I gotta get the stomach down because I've been eating. Oh. Like I, <laughs> I haven't seen him in three months. So what happens when you don't see your partner in three months? And now you're gonna show up and you got oh, this extra weight since the last time. You know, listen, I'm a minister, but I the truth is truth. I still want to look good for my man. So come on now. <laughs> is real i'm you real do. so you i'm do working out twice yoga. a day yeah i was like you do, I do hot, hot yoga. yoga i mean like come on you're 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 beautifully but well, still but still <laughs> i lost my mind at halloween did y'all lose your mind halloween i had i had the the youth department had candy and i stole it just... <laughs> I am still losing. You were my the mind. trick and treat. Well, see, see, <laughs> it's all in my fridge. All the M and M's. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and the, whatever. So there you go. <laughs> I I had to do. I had to. I had to dump everything out of my. I threw it away. Chad, I threw it away because wow. I had M and M's. I had Snickers. I had oh, Twix. Yeah. They oh, were man. all in my house, and I was <laughs> like. And here I am, a fitness professional, and I'm going, what? I lost my mind. Retrograde, I lost my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, what? Okay, so we have to, I have to know, what is your favorite Halloween candy uh, of all of those? Yeah. You look so naughty all of a sudden. (laughs) I know. Okay, so this is what I love to do. I like to take the Snickers and put them in the freezer. And then you take the Snickers out of the freezer and you put them in vanilla ice cream. Oh. That, oh. That's, that's, right. that's what I did. That's what I, I just Very told nice. to myself, y'all. Wow. That's what I did. But I had to stop it. I had to go, stop it. I had to go, stop it. <laughs> so spiritual. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. It, no, it is. It is spiritual. My Do you goodness. have a favorite, Faith? Yeah, Faith, what's yours? They're all equally good. I mean, I go between mostly M and M's, plain, and uh, plain? yeah, and Twix. Oh no, here we go. Okay, I, oh, new thing I did M and M's into the peanut butter. Mm. Peanut butter. That was new for me. <laughs> Yum. So that's Yum. my favorite now. All right, okay, Yum. Chad. What yeah, about you? Chad, what's well, your favorite? I'm, what's your favorite? I'm, I'm I'm down with the peanut butter too. I love a Reese's. That's my the little little Reese's cups. Mm, yes, the little so sweet and it, salty. I was gonna ask, is it weird? Because I like to take Snickers and eat them at the same time with potato chips and alternate back and forth. Oh, I, I haven't it's done like, that. Is that the sweet and salty? <laughs> yeah. Is that the sweet and salty? You know, yes, that's, that's yes, like definitely. Bacon chocolate. There's like bacon flavored chocolate. That might be oh. just for you. 
Judges, we are losing our mind here today. You know, we, we have a special guest that's coming up, but before the special that's guest, right. I have to ask you a question. Okay, so I'm in the middle of a Thanksgiving candy yam sweet potato cook-off. Now, okay. here's the question. Marshmallows on top or no marshmallows on top, and I'm going to follow my mama. It is sacrilege to put marshmallows on your sweet potatoes. That's sacrilege. You've just ruined the sweet potatoes. And then I have someone else who's coming to the dinner saying, no, we're going to do marshmallows on ours. So we're in the middle of a sweet potato um, candy yam bake-off. What made your marshmallows, aren't you, Faith? <laughs> we don't, you know what, growing up, we didn't have any of that anyway. So oh, really? it's, it's weird for me to have marshmallow on the hot food. Um, but could they just have the marshmallows on the side and sprinkle it on if they want later? Is that an option? That's, that's well, no, no, no. See, we're actually having a bake Oh, oh, you have they're to bring they're bringing one with marshmallows and I'm bringing one without. Oh, okay, so okay, I, okay. And I can't I can't lose this this bet because it's with another minister and I've been oh, bragging oh, about oh. this. <laughs> but Chad, marshmallows on top of your candy hands? I mean, I think if if you were planning on that being your dessert, you gotta go all the way. But if it's like a side it's dinner, dish, it's a side but if it's a side dish. dish I can't, I, I like it without, Thank you, you know, brother. I don't I knew play. I loved you. <laughs> I knew I loved you. See, no marshmallows or candy yams. The listeners are going to be mad at me because I know some listeners are going, I love me some some marshmallows and the candy yam. But see, my thing is like, if I'm going to have that kind of thing, okay. then I want, I want sweet potato pie at the end. That's my thing. I'll just, I'll have the sweet potatoes doing the thing if I need to, but it's that sweet potato pie that really gets me. <laughs> But is it real sweet potato pie? Because real sweet potato pie is yellow. Oh yeah. It's, oh, it, it's not yeah. the orange. It's not the the yams. That's a yam pie. Sweet potato is yellow. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> See, people there's, don't there's, know this. Faith, you yes. don't you don't know nothing about no Thanksgiving, Faith. <laughs> no, my families are rebels. They're like, does anybody really care if we have turkey? We're like, no. So we're just getting things we love. So other things oh, boy. <laughs> yeah i, tell I know you, i know i know you in trouble faith we're all hey to each their own to each their own yes you're right that's you why know? we have voices of unity that's we why do. we have we do and that's variety. why you know we're gonna have to ask our guest all of these really important questions about marshmallows and favorite health oh <laughs> that too hey hey faith why don't you uh introduce our guests for this oh week? yes we are just so excited to have pamela brinker here with us um she's a well-respected experienced psychotherapist for 31 years she's treated thousands of clients she's developed over 20 tools and practices to teach conscious bravery doesn't that sound good conscious bravery. As a speaker and trainer, Pamela um, has led groups and workshops on a variety of themes, everything from supporting loved ones with addiction, bravery, healing grief, transforming fear, and cultivating happiness. We are all about that. And her first book, Conscious Bravery, um, not only can you find it on Amazon, you should find it on Amazon because it's an Amazon bestseller and just so much more insight. And we're just so excited to welcome her here, Pamela Brinker. Welcome. Oh, thank you Yay. so much. It's a delight to be Welcome here with all three of you and your listeners. <laughs> I am so um, excited about you being here because uh, my partner James is a psychotherapist as well. So um, I get along with psychotherapists, so I'm very excited <laughs> about it. 
<laughs> so welcome very, to Voices of Unity. Thank you very much. Now, before so, we- Oh, good. Oh, go, no, go, no, no, Faith, stop in. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, before we, we jump in though, Pamela, we have to know what's your favorite Halloween candy? <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. I, we didn't get any Halloween candy this year, but I tell you, wow. I, every day I eat dark chocolate. So let's just oh. say probably the Chocolove uh, organic 70% oh, that's good for the soul. Chocolate, dark chocolate. Oh man, I, every single day. I love that. Yeah, it's good for you. It's good yeah. for your it's life. It's good health. for your body. It's an antioxidant. Yeah. And then if, if you have prayed and you have meditated and all else fails, eat chocolate. <laughs> it's a mildly antidepressant. You bet. It yes. is. So, so my question to you was: Is it marshmallows on your candy yams or no marshmallows? These are very, really deep spiritual questions here. Is it marshmallows or no marshmallows? Are you? You're asking me. I'm asking you. Yeah. Wonderful. It is absolutely candy, candy yams with marshmallows because we like the dark and the light and everything in between, all the colors in between. Wow. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Chad, do you have a serious question for me? <laughs> that is serious. <laughs> that is well, serious. I'll try to start us off. I just, I, I love your work. And if you go to, I believe it's bebrave.us. Is that correct, Pamela? It, you can still get to my website that way. We changed it. So now you just go to my name, pamelabrinker.com, and that'll take you straight to my website. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, I tell you, it just in um, looking at some of the material you have there and just all over the place, I, I, I love this idea of being brave. You know, I, I think we've talked about courage on the show before, but, but bravery is kind of a concept that, um, uh, that I think that it would be wonderful if we could, we could access more in our lives because the, it, it kind of, um, denotes that we, we we're in a situation where bravery is called for. Um, and so I wonder if you can talk about bravery and, 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 and what that really, what that really means. I'd love to. To me, bravery that is active and alive has to be conscious. And we use it every day. You know, you're speaking of maybe some of the instances that we think of when we when we imagine what bravery entails. And that means kind of jumping in to save the day, right? For many of us, or putting out fires, as you're saying, at work. But bravery can be, as I like to say, it isn't always tough as nails. It can look like softness and it can sound like stillness. So bravery can come in the quiet moments when we're deciding, should I take the extra three minutes to meditate right now and to close my eyes and get in my heart space? That can be a brave choice because it's a resilient choice, right? All the recent research about meditation and yoga are that it, it, we are more alive and vibrant in our bodies when we step into them and when we ground. And that's part of what bravery is about and does for us. So from my part, for, for my part and what I've taught my clients and people with whom I train, people that I train, I, I really believe in practicing bravery in the calm moments and in the in-between moments that are bumpy so that we're ready and it's ingrained and embedded in us for the devastations. Mm, that's so powerful, so powerful. And, and it really is, it feels like, um, it just as, as you said, finding those moments to practice that and lean into bravery in, in all those moments. 
Um, so, 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 you know, I used to have play basketball. I was going to be in the NBA for a very long time before I stopped growing. And, um, <laughs> and really, you know, our coach would always talk about you practice like you play or you play like you practice. And so it's in those moments. So I always think about, you know, meditation practice and these spiritual practices for when, uh, as you said, those devastations and, and the crisis comes. Um, yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, I love how you said during that you practice because we have to practice bravery. We can't just do affirmations and then it suddenly appears when we want it to. It becomes a body, heart, mind, soul, energy space activation. So bravery can look a hundred different ways on a hundred different days, but it's because we practice it and we might practice it during sport or during music or like as Kai was doing the, the, your son this morning, he came on and he bravely read your, his sister's po poem about veterans, which was so beautiful. And so that took a little bravery. He must practice regularly to be able to just on the fly, step in and speak in front of what are probably hundreds or thousands of people. And he may not even know that, but you know, bravery is required in our relationships. You know, your partner's coming home. And so you want to, you want to be present. We need bravery for presence. We need bravery for basically everything, especially coming <laughs> off of this pandemic, you know, yeah. we're all still kind of dealing with the shrapnel of it. Yes. Well, and, and the elections and I mean, the, the war that's going on and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And while you were both speaking, I got a visual. I thought of the bamboo. I thought of this bamboo that is so strong and yet so gentle and it sways. And I thought of, about your story, Pamela, which I wonder if you'd share a little bit about it, of what your personal story was that led to this passion you have around conscious bravery. And I imagined you were this bamboo that was like, I better bend and I better what <laughs> so could you share a little bit about what that story was of what you lived through to come to where you are now. Glad to. And a visual to accompany you in one of the chapters of my book, I talk about being a tall tree, that we have to be able to bend and sway with circumstances and not define ourselves by our situations or our circumstances. And so that's how I had to learn the tough way, like most of us, I'm sure I'm not the only one among all our listeners who've had really huge devastations, but 11 years ago in October, my kid's stepdad and my beloved husband died of a grade four glioblastoma brain cancer. And um, he had found out that he was going to pass, it's, it's a terminal diagnosis, a year and three months before he died. And as much as, as, much as my sons and I were prepared for his passing, still, it really knocked us off of our feet. And um, they were grieving more than I knew. And of course, as a mom and psychotherapist, I was as present with them as I could be. And I had all these tools and practices I'd taught my clients for years and walked alongside with them in their journeys. But there was not a bravery protocol available. There was not a one book on bravery that I could find. I was pulling from all these different resources, from meditation, different kinds of meditation, from different kinds of yoga practices and doing all these things and talking to friends, reaching out for help and support, seeing different kinds of therapists and reading all these books. But I had a stack, you know, this high and I wanted something simple. And so I, I had to write the book 
that I needed yes. because short, shortly after my husband passed, both my sons who were teenagers at the time turned not just to me, but turned to one another and to drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. as the answer to their pain. And I did not know they were struggling as much as they were. We mm -hmm. talked about grief openly and everything that anyone would do when you, you know about the stages of grief and how it looks different ways on varying days. But but still, uh, I found out some months afterward that they were sneaking alcohol and using drugs and stimulants mm -hmm. and uh, hallucinogens. And within about four years, they both became addicted to stimulants and then methamphetamines. And so it's been a journey for our family and for me. Mm -hmm. It's been a really tough journey, and I've made lots of mistakes. And so I started collaborating with um, colleagues and friends and researching and taking notes and looking at all the stuff I'd taught my clients, looking in their charts <laughs> and started <laughs> compiling yeah. a, a body of knowledge that to me was, were the pillars of conscious bravery mm -hmm. and what that means. And um, that's what my book's about. And I'm glad to talk more about what those are. Well, was that's bravery... Go ahead. Go ahead, Skip. No, you go. Cool. I just wanted to ask, at while you were going through it, was the word bravery just something that popped out at you that you're like, you know, was that a word you honed in on or a word you found later to help you through? Was it like, you know what I mean, post or during? <laughs> I found it then. Okay. I, I remember having a day that was just horrific and a number of days shortly after that where I basically was suddenly a single parent and aware that my sons were struggling greatly and turning to drugs and alcohol. And I didn't know if they needed a treatment or if they needed medication prescribed by a psychiatrist, what, what was needed. And I remember feeling so overwhelmed and as spiritual and anchored and rooted as I am in not only my own essence, but connecting to God, I was still really knocked off, just knocked completely flat. And I remember feeling that gripping fear that we've all experienced. And I'm sure our listeners have as well. Many of my clients come to me because they struggle with this gripping fear. So I remember feeling that. And then just like you saw the bamboo a little bit ago, some grace came to me and basically said, you don't have the luxury of despair. And I remember that Cheryl Strayed had written that in her book, Tiny Beautiful Things, that we parents don't have the luxury of despair. And something came together inside of me. My whole being kind of just got stirred. And I remember grounding and anchoring and thinking, I have got to be brave. And I used the be a tall tree, like I'm anchored and rooted, just like the um, tree of life. <clears throat> and I've got to be able to bend and sway with this and flow with this change and face the unknown. And so those are some of the chapters of my book, you know, really being with a now there's this approach. And I remember writing a little note that I stuck up on this prop in my kitchen that said, okay, now there's this. And I had learned that from a friend in town who's a yoga instructor. And she just said, we want to have that. Okay. Now this has arrived. Huh? All right. Be with our emotions for a bit around that. Breathe into it consciously into our whole beings huh, there's this. Instead of fighting it, I had to quit fighting it. I was trying to fight stuff that I had no control over. So I had yeah. to just embrace what was. You know, I'm very, very clear. Um, and thank you for writing this book. I'm, I'm grateful mm. that you wrote the book that you needed so that we all can benefit from it. I'm very, very clear that bravery is not all about feeling. 
because most of us, and I just taught yoga today and we were having this conversation, most people don't feel brave when bravery is called for, it's an action. So how do you get to that point where, because I've had many clients sit down in front of me going, I just want to feel different. I just want to feel out of this loneliness, this, this grief, I just want to feel differently. And I always am asking them, so, you know, think about this, that if this was how you would feel for the rest of your life, what quality would you cultivate to get through it? People say, oh, love, self-love, or joy, or peace. Then pray and meditate on peace. You'll get there. This is the remedy for a dark night of the soul. So in your book, how do you talk to people and how do you get them to get there when they're not feeling it? And you've got it. Just like all three of you have specific things that you're great at and you practice them regularly. So we commit to it. For anyone who wants bravery, which is almost everyone here, if you don't feel that you need it yet, I can promise you, you will <laughs> at some point soon. And so initially we commit to it, just like we commit to becoming more loving. We all have the seeds of bravery. We're all born with this innate capacity to be braver, but we have got to cultivate it just like we cultivate love. You know, we're not just naturally really skilled at being a great partner, being really loving or compassionate. It takes practice and it takes practice in the calm moments. Just like for me, I play the piano and I play the ukulele, but I'll practice and I'll warm up. I don't just sit down try getting ready to play this beautiful piece. I warm up and I play chords and I play scales mm. and things. And then I can gradually move into playing a piece and playing it cl closer to perfectly than I would if I didn't warm up. And that's what we need. We commit to bravery and then we cultivate the pillars of bravery so that we have them at the ready and they're innate yeah. when we need them. And it's a lot about those of you who love neuroscience, it's a lot about rewiring and epigenetics. Mm -hmm. So epigenetics is that we can change. Our DNA does not just station us a certain way. We are not stuck based upon our DNA. We can change yeah. based on interacting with ourselves and our environment and authentic connections with each other. And we can rewire our brains. And how do we rewire our brains and bodies? Practice. We do mm. the uncomfortable thing repeatedly. Yeah. We face yeah. the unknown. We embrace change. We say, instead of, oh God, I can't handle this. I can't do this. We say, ah, this is hard. Wow. I'm yeah. feeling overwhelmed. Now there's this. Pamela, you, you talk about, you play the ukulele. That is I, so amazing. I love that. Okay. And this is the perfect segue into, I think we have the perfect song for us today. Faith, what's our music? We do. And, you know, Pamela may even have more things to say about this song. Um, you know, I chose Janice Stanfield's If I Were Brave. It was written by her by her and Jimmy Scott. And come to find out there's special meaning to Pamela. Do you want to do you want to say a little bit about it before we play the sure. song? Sure. Yeah. When I was first establishing my new website, I wanted it to be sort of interactive. And so I I knew of a friend of Jana Stanfield's and I asked her to please ask Jana, could I put her song on my website? And yeah. she just said yes. Yeah. And so if you want to hear this song, not just today on this show, you can hear it also on my website, which is PamelaBrinker.com, along with another song called Shine that you will also love. But anyway, yeah. let's can you play it, Faith? Yes. Yeah. yes. We're gonna play it right Skip now. This is our yeah. this this is our music segment, which love I it. always love. Okay. Let's listen. Here we go. Mm -hmm. 
could not fail If I believed Would the wind always fill up my sails How far would I go What could I achieve Trusting the hero in me If I were brave I'd walk the razor's edge Where true believers dare to tread And never lose faith Even when losing my way What step would I take Today if I What we secretly dream What would you ask If you knew you could have anything Like the mighty oak sleeps In the heart of a seed Are there miracles in you and me You know there are If I were brave I'd walk the rest Where true believers dare to tread And never lose faith Even when losing my way What step would I take Today if I were
Welcome back to Voices of Unity. That is Jana Sansfield. And um, what I love about that song is he asked you, if you had no fear, what would you do if you're brave? So quick, rapid question. You have one sentence to answer. We're gonna go around the room. Faith, what would you do if you had no fear? What would be the one thing you would do? I would, I would write songs every day. I know oh, that sounds so crazy, but I would make no. time. Yeah, because I don't. That's Chad, what, what would you do if you had no fear yeah. and you could do anything? What the one thing? What would you do? Wow! Oh my God, such a big question. I think something similar to Faith. I'd finally sit down and just write that big musical, that big play that I, that's that's brewing inside. <laughs> I love that. Yes. For, for and what me, about it you? Would be, yeah. It, it would be. It would be to act on stage, to be on Broadway. To go and act and just be live all the time, act. That's what I would do. Pamela, wow. what would you do, boo? If you could do anything, Sorry. what could you do? What would you do? Well, you know, I have a slightly different view of fear. I like to view fear as my advisor. And so I already actively have a relationship with fear that I feel is pretty proactive and positive. And fear can actually be a motivator. So I can seesaw from fear into proactive motivation and action because I, I'm not afraid of fear anymore. So I guess mm -hmm. I just see fear as an advisor and um, it's kind of a partner with me, just like a lot of the other emotions I experience. <laughs> well, if you could do anything in the world, what if I could do be? anything, anything um, you can, gosh, I think I would, I would travel more and meet more people like you. I would go yeah. out of my way to meet people <laughs> like you, not just see you on these shows I'm on and so forth. I would meet you one-on-one, -on -one, you know, in person. We talk about fear all the time. And, yes. you know, the thing that I, I, am, I teach is that if you look at the word fearless, it doesn't mean you're living without fear. It means that you're learning to fear less and you can only fear less by loving more. Yes. It's that simple, people. You can only fear less <laughs> by loving more. It's that simple. It's brilliant. So um, I love what you're talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. And yes. um, I love that song too. Good one, Faith. You're doing good. But you're getting us <laughs> yes. back to the Thank wicked you, songs. Faith. You know that I almost cried. almost had that man tear. You know, you have a whole month that you can't play songs with a man tear. Yeah, I, Jess, okay. you're getting close again. Got it. Well, you know, let me, before we move on, I just want to give, you know, real props to Jana Stanfield and Jimmy Scott for writing that song. But not only that, Jana is the real deal. She, I want to give a shout out to a film school she created. It's called Refugee Film School. And she went and taught these kids, I believe it's Kuala Lumpur, um, how to have these skills in creating content and helping people do editing and all that right filming with which i should call them for us um so they can help support their families and so it's refugeefilmschool.com and that's just something she does service and and i'm sure it's something it was something that was calling her but she was scared but she did it anyway absolutely and you all can <laughs> donate to her program yes. and to her website our yes. family has too. So that's amazing. Yeah. This week at CSL, we're talking about vision partners and finding, you know, I'm asking three questions. Number one, um, do you believe our thoughts and our language creates our reality? Number two, do you believe that we're connected to everything, the law of oneness? And number three, do you want to see a world that works for everyone? And that means you have to find your vision partners. You have to find the people that you're, because we can't go and save the world by ourselves. One person can initiate inspiration, but you have, you know, Rosa Parks, 
you have Nelson Mandela, you have Gandhi, all these people, they're one person, but it inspired the people to change the planet. So Jana, thank you for doing your school. Thank you for inspiring us. We can get involved. We can connect with our vision partners who's gonna make a difference on this planet. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I want to, because we have been talking about feeling, we've been talking about fear. And, and one of the things that you said earlier, you know, we think about bravery sometimes as running in the burning building and saving the, the kids and the, and the cats and bringing them out. But, you know, I, I think about those small things in our lives or things that we might look from the outside and call small, like standing up for ourselves with people that we know and are very connected to. And those seems like seem like moments that that call for bravery and call for us to act when maybe the feelings don't don't line up with the action that we have to take. So I wonder if you could talk about about those moments as well. Absolutely, the process of stepping into the waters of untested bravery can be, as you all as you all were saying earlier, well, you were Reverend Skip. It can be a kind of beautiful ugliness, and so that means for it to be that beautiful ugliness which are opposites, seeming opposites to most of us, we need to have that capacity and that familiarity with embodying opposites, right? And so in order to do that, we need to have an experience of being able to handle our own shame, for example, or as you're saying, to find inner confidence and do something with it. Inner confidence just kind of sits waiting unless we move it into action. And so we want to be able to, one of the pillars of bravery is to befriend all of our feelings, even our shame, even our despair, even disgust, because those things can motivate us to do something different in our lives. And we want to become more resilient and adaptable, right? And so um, to, in, to answer your question, we really have to become very flexible, resilient, to become more comfortable with discomfort which is a chapter in my book and part of what I teach in workshops. We want to be able to know what conscious breathing is and do it at any given time. So conscious breathing is really how we reset in any situation, how we recalibrate. And recalibration leads, leads to adaptability, which leads to resilience, which is all part of bravery, right? And so I'm not using clinical language, but if you wanna know what it is, it's resetting the vagus nerve, which a lot of people have heard about more recently. We, when in any given moment, when our parasympathetic nervous systems are activated, we need to either calm ourselves down so that we can make better decisions and move into proactive action. Or we, if we become immobilized or depressed, we need to vamp ourselves up. And so if we need to vamp ourselves up, that means we need to breathe in. Our inhalations need to be more quick, kind of like Wim Hof breathing, you know, like, you know, like that. And, but if we want to be able to calm ourselves down when we're feeling gripping fear or um, a fight response that isn't really necessary. We want to be big on the exhales. So we're breathing in, but then big exhale, just like in maybe yogic breathing, you know, in, in yogic or pranayama breathing, often we do a really nice balance of an inhalation and an exhalation. Usually we can't get to that when the parasympathetic nervous system is activated. We usually need to do either some big exhales or some quicker inhales before we can have more regulated breathing. But just like you might know, Reverend Skip, Ralph, Ralph Gates, who's a really well-known yogi that I love, has said that 
we're able to be more calm in chaotic moments if our breathing is steady. And so basically, to kind of come back to your question, we need specific tools to cultivate bravery. And we've got to practice them all the time. And that's what I had to do when I was under fire with my husband's passing and my my sons being so challenged. And, you know, I've had to revisit that every step of the way. It hasn't just been, I'm not, I'm not a person that embodies the hero or the heroine's journey. I'm still actively dealing with hard things right now because of uh, my son's challenges with mental health issues and um, the bumpy recoveries they've both had. And that's probably true for a lot of our listeners. You know, we can say, I am love, but what does that mean? We need specific tools to put into place so that we can be that love, so that we can activate the bravery we need. Pamela, I thank you for, for sharing all of that. Um, it makes me think of, we have a family member that had, well, is going through addiction and homelessness, and you've been there. <laughs> you are there. So, you know, my family, we didn't have training, obviously, right? But we have these big open hearts. And of course, um, I, I was on the mainland, but as this played out, and they let her into her their homes. And, um, you know, it just, there was a lot of hurt there. She ended up stealing from them, you know, 18, you know, the whole whatever, where, where this addiction will lead. And it's come to a point where my family has found their no, you know what I mean? The strength in that no. And so can you speak to, I guess, the point that at, at some point there's so, those these practices are amazing right especially for those the caregivers and we would hope for the ones going through the addiction but at a certain point isn't there a letting go and letting it unfold because it is their journey and i, and I have to ask because we're living here knowing my cousin is homeless you know um and is that okay and so you know and for us I, you know, anyway, help me. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that you're, you're asking for help, which is part of what conscious bravery entails. That's a complicated question and I love it. And it's a complicated answer, but in short, we want to be so able to be present mm -hmm. that we do what's ever needed in any given moment. And we can see our, the array of options available to us. Mm -hmm. So for some families, and sometimes for me, my sons chose homelessness against mm -hmm. my wishes. You know, I said, hey, you can come here. I'll make you a meal. Come here to our home. I can encourage you to go into treatment. I'll pay for it, whatever you want. But they weren't ready for the, either of those things in a couple of times in their lives. And they chose homelessness. And one of them was, I mean, injured. And um, I, I write about this in the book. So if you want to read the book, you can read the story. But I went out searching for him and kind of through the force found wow. him, had a very brief conversation wow. with him. And then he ran from me because wow. he was in an altered state. And yeah. so he was literally still choosing homelessness, even though he knew a shower was available for him. And I mm -hmm. drove out to see him to offer him a hot meal if I found him. And so sometimes we do have to have really loving detachment and be able to be in our own bubble of protection and safety mm -hmm. while offering safety and love to mm -hmm. those we care about but we've got to allow their resistance because yeah. they have their own timing. People have um, their own path and their own journey. And it That's can it. mean sometimes that they get injured, but just really quick um, to answer one more thing, Skip, if you don't mind. Um, I, I totally agree with the body of knowledge though, that says 
don't wait for your loved one to have a rock bottom before you offer them help. I do not believe in tough love. I have had four friends who, who know the pain of this, and, and I'm not saying they did anything wrong, but their sons have died because of mental health issues and substance use issues. And so we don't have to let go so much that we put our loved ones at risk. So even if they're choosing homelessness, we can still say, hey, if you make some different choices, I'm here for you. I will help you get into treatment. I'll give you a job. You can come stay with me or whatever. You know, we don't want our loved ones to die because we think they have a character flaw or they're just, you know, whatever. If we call them a name, if, the, if we think they're stupid or have lost their minds, we want to be so present and loving that we're the honey. We help them see the light and they, they will, some of them eventually, and some will not. And that's the hard part of like you're saying, both of you letting go. So thank you for yeah, letting me. You know, and, and part of this too, and, and this is another take on this, another way we can look at this. And it's kind of was one of the most challenging things I learned in pastoral care when I am in school, spending 10 years of, of really studying pastoral care and how to be an effective pastor and how to be an effective minister sometimes. And most of the time, we as a minister have to look at this going, you're on your journey. I am blessing you. And in compassion, because there's a difference from empathy and sympathy. Empathy says, I'll hurt for you. Sympathy says, I'll hurt with you. Compassion says, listen, I know you're hurting. How can I help? And that's not taking on, and you were saying the shame. I thought you were going to say the shit. That's not taking on the shit of someone else. And I, we just got an E rating today. We sure did. It's not taking on their crap because we can't effectively help. I'm not saying don't be empathetic and don't be sympathetic. What I'm saying is that real compassion is allowing your loved ones to go on their path and say, when you're ready, I'm here, but I'm no longer attached to the outcome of what's gonna happen with you. That's where we get really caught up. I, you're going to get sober and you're going to do this and you're going to do this. And if you don't do this, then I get pissed off at you because you're not doing this. I'm caught up in your mess. Oh, I so love what you're saying. we have to allow them to go on their way and I'm going to pray mm -hmm. for you every day and I'm going to show up if you need me. You, The door's open. You might not stay in my house, but I'm going to give you some food and I'm going to take you to treatment. And I'll finish with this. We had someone came into a member, came into our community, had just been using crystal meth. And when someone starts off a conversation, God told me to tell you something. I'm going to question it right away. I'm going to, okay, I'm glad God's talking to you. And I looked at his eyes and I said, have you been using? He goes, yes. I said, is it crystal meth? He says, yes. I said, when was the last time you used? And he says, today. And I said, okay, here's what I do know. I'll listen to what God has to say when you're 30 days sober. Let me get you to a treatment center. Let, and in the building, you can't stay here because we have members around here. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm going to make sure you get the help, but I'm also going to protect my members and protect myself. I know it sounds kind of harsh, but it is the truth when we're talking about addiction. Absolutely. That's a, a powerful story. A couple of stories. We need loving boundaries to be able mm -hmm. to say yes as needed. No, when it's hard and maybe, maybe later, show me, you know, without pressure. And I love what you're saying too, because when I've made mistakes, it's been oftentimes 
are you going to go to community service today? Or do you want to go to treatment? I've told you before, I'll, you know, if that feels like pressure to the person who's struggling with addiction, they need to make their own choice. They won't have forgotten that we said that that we're available for them. And secondly, just to tap onto what you're saying about your church, I believe in um, the triad of connection, that we want to know our essence, know who we are, truly who we are, our whole being, that we're not just our roles or or our jobs, that we have this beautiful essence. And then we have this authentic connection with one another that guides us into our choices. We can turn to one another and say, hey, I set this boundary. What do you think about that? And maybe our dear friend will say, yeah, that's a good one, right on. And then maybe we, we, we oftentimes forget though that we live in a universe where there are powers at work. God, nature, whatever you wanna call it, the, the divine beloved is at work in ways that we can't see. And when all three are activated, we have a foundation to stand on. But if we're just teetering on trying to trust just our essence or just other people, or even two of those, it's not, it's not going to be a proper triad of connection. We need all three to have our foundation. And so, so I'm using a piece of wood I, I found. I'm going to, I'm going to, Pamela, you're going to have to explain it because it was a beautiful visual but our listeners can't see it. Right. You're holding up a triangle, <laughs> which you move the triangle around in such a way where we can get another perspective of learning of who we are. You had it tip top up, you put it on the side, then you flat it out. There are different aspects of learning who and what we are. So y'all, yeah, you gotta go to her website. I hope you have a triangle on your website somewhere, <laughs> but that, that was so dope. That was so amazing the way you turned it around and you oh, did all this. You. I was going, I told y'all we need to be on Facebook Live in these shows. <laughs> I'm telling you, next year we do Facebook Live in these shows. Yes. <laughs> well, it's so cool. I found this on the street after I had just written this blog about the triad of connection. And I was on a bike ride and the universe just, it was on the on the asphalt. And I'm like, whoa, is that a triangle? I think it is. And I, I go and it's this piece of wood and I was meant to have it. And um, yeah, so if we're just leaning on one part, either either our essence or on other people or on God in the universe, we're missing the whole picture. We've got to have all three a connection, authentic connection with those three aspects of uh, power available to us. Yes, that's beautiful. And one thing that you said as well that I, I just really love, um, in addition to uh, our thoughts and our mind and our spirituality, that there is a physiological component to all this. Um, and I, I wonder if you could just say a couple of words about about that and about what, what kind of what, what what happens to us physically, emotionally, uh, how that's connected when we when we do make these decisions to go forth, even though we may not feel like it. How, how, do, how do we get our physiology involved in this? Yes. So thank you for asking that. I teach that we can do a whole being scan really quickly in a minute or less. And there's a chapter on this in my book. So we tune into our bodies somatically. What's happening in my experience? Is my heart racing? We turn into our emotions. What am I feeling? And we give a label to maybe two or three feelings that we might be feeling all simultaneously. And they can be seemingly opposing. We could be feeling happy and shocked and some trepidation all at the same time right? So we just know that and we breathe consciously into our whole being as we're assessing this. And then we go to our minds. Is my mind 
racing? Is my mind flooded with different ideas? Am I in, in, do I have pinpoint focus where I want this one outcome? And I'm noticing that, yeah, I'm really attached to this outcome. Okay, wait a minute. That might not be the best thing for me to do right now. I'll breathe into that. Then we notice maybe the energy space around us. Is it vibrating? Are we connected to what's happening in our environment or our space? And then we tap into our intuition. Is our intuition telling us something? Sometimes it could be telling us something to do or not do, but sometimes our intuition is off. And then lastly, we go to our essence and we tune into and remember who we truly are, that we are these beings. We're not just these doings, right? And so those are the six zones of our experience. And I love how you're asking this, Chad, because we can do a whole being scan in any moment, in any given time. And then the psychophysiology comes to us because we're aware of our senses, our emotions, our thoughts, our psychology, you know, the spiritual realm, we're tapping into all of it. And then the decision or the choice that we make will be more anchored and rooted in something greater than a momentary impulse. And we'll probably feel a little bit like it's right and it might feel a little bit wrong at the same time. But because we've ingrained ourselves in conscious bravery, we're able to handle that. The, this doesn't feel quite right, but I know it is. So I'm going to do it anyway, kind of thing. Whole being. <laughs> I, I love that too. I mean, we, we've talked about it, um, the embodiment part. And I think that's where you're saying where we can actually, because I didn't get at first when you're saying, you know, going deeper with what bravery means, but when your whole body and rewiring, you're talking about rewiring, it really, because it, I wanted to ask, how do you do that? And again, um, what I want to, I guess, highlight or point out, it's not work though that we can do for others, I guess, but it's work we do so we are in alignment to make those choices, you know, I want to ask as a parent, though, and, and it's funny, because, you know, from an ego side, you know, of course, the question I want to ask was, how do I keep my friend, my kids from being addicted? And I'm like, I know, that's not what I'm trying to ask. What I'm trying to ask is, how do I be proactive in supporting the whole beingness, you know, of my children? And before we started the show, I wonder if I had a uh oh moment, I was pressuring my little daughter a little bit you know, using some of those tactics that I was like, and I could hear myself going like, don't go there. I mean, I live through stage fright, you know? And so I don't know if you can talk to that as a parent. I mean, that's why I really love, you know, your insight because you're in it, you're in it, having to live your principles and having to love your children through it too. So what does that inspire in you it's to a say? Brilliant, it's a brilliant question. The <laughs> short know. of it is the more present we are, yeah, the more, yeah capable we are to make better choices, right? Yeah. And so presence is the key to everything that we want in life. How do we be present when we're fearful or when we want something from our children? <laughs> um, we pause, right? And we tap into this awareness that comes from our whole being and from what's greater from God and nature, you know, if we're in doubt, sometimes it helps to shift what's happening in our whole being and go out and touch a tree or look at a leaf or feel the breeze. And then some, something has shifted in us and we have greater awareness. But there's a whole, um, there's a podcast I was on for Your Teen Magazine that's on my YouTube channel, which is YouTube Pam, at Pamela Brinker. And um, so that we, we address that question, how can you help prevent substance use for teens? And there are lots of things we parents can do, but it's the, it's the source of an entire podcast. But, yes. <laughs> but basically we can role model how to yes. live 
with, yes. as beings with whole being awareness, not just mindfulness, yeah. not just yeah. mindset shifts, you know, we're living yeah. from awareness of what's happening in our hearts and bodies and the energy space around us and, and living true to our essence. And then yeah. our young people, our, our beloved teens and tweens can learn to make choices among their peers in their yeah in their um, free time, that will be better choices. There's, of course, no such thing as perfect choices or right choices, I don't think. They're just writer choices. But what you're talking about is uh, becoming the embodiment of the theory that we're studying. It's like we can read about love, but until we really experience love, will we ever know love? And this is the embodiment and my oh my how time flies when you're having such a great time this is where we do something called the ssp it's called sexy spiritual pebbles and our sexy spiritual pebbles is how we close out the show and it's our takeaway from the show something that you heard or something that you said or something that you want to leave your our listeners with pamela and our ssp always is um the high i believe it's the highlight for me of our experience of this podcast so i'm going to go first and normally i always throw it to faith to go first so i'm gonna go first and then faith and then chad and we'll let Pamela, I have our last SSP for today. So my SSP is this. I love the fact that you can be brave, but you got to be brave for yourself. And if you're not brave for yourself, you can't be brave for anyone else. It's like RuPaul says at the end of Drag Race, if you don't love yourself, how the hell you can love someone else? Can I get an amen? It's amen. about fun. <laughs> It's about being brave for yourself. And then it's a residual effect. Everything else will be felt from your own bravery. This is an inside job for you. That's my SSP for today, y'all. Faith, what's yours? What's your SSP SSP. today? I'm going to tag along with what what you said. Um, Well, my SSP really is it's you, Pamela, today to show me what's possible in what all that skip was saying especially as a parent you're my shiro because you're showing me how it is to be you know i'm gonna say badass badass in the sense that you can just come from so much love and you can hold i can feel your grounding even around your kids because sometimes i'm sure everyone can feel this i lose it around my kids right like i lost myself in that moment trying to force my daughter to come on here and I'm like, hey, hey, wait a second. Who do I say I am? Who is she? And so you're my role model of what's possible, knowing that <laughs> you, um, and like you said, it's not a perfect path and and your sons, you know, there's there's still um, ongoing expansion and and really, you know, hard, hard, hardness in life. You're like, I don't wanna sugarcoat that. And yet you can come with such love and brightness. And that's what I want for my children. You didn't jump mm. in the boat. You're, you're talking about, the, you're shown the kind of love and compassion yeah. that Rev Skip was preaching about. So you you are my SSP today. I'm taking what's Ooh. possible in a mom oh, like you. That's are. powerful, you. Faith. And, and I gotta tell you, Faith, I, Faith, I, I don't ever lose it around my kids. I never <laughs> lose it around my kids. <laughs> Chad, what's your SSP, my brother? What's your SSP? I never lose it around my kids. Well, I got to tell you, I, I, I heard something the other day that uh, I, I thought was uh, really good. Um, and someone said, you know, if in your life, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still living in the South, and so we, we hear a lot of uh, interesting things sometimes. But they said, uh, you know, if, if you're living your life 
and you don't run up against the devil a few times, that means you run alongside him. And so, um, and so I think about that today, as far as like, sometimes, at least, at least, you know, for me, and I think some people, when you encounter challenges, you can look at them as like, why me? Oh, my gosh, this is so hard. Why can't this be different? Um, rather than looking at it in the way that we've kind of talked about today, that we can't necessarily transmute these experiences unless we're willing to practice, unless we can look at these, these, these things that come up, these chances, these opportunities to be brave as opportunities to practice in order to become, um, be, to, to, to transmute that in our own, in our own outlooks and our own bodies, the physiology that you were talking about. So that's that's mine today is 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 looking oh at goodness. these opportunities that come up as opportunities to practice. Thank you, Chad. And whenever you say word devil, that's a Lord have mercy moment. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that was a Lord have mercy moment. So yes. think about the devil. Yes. Pamela, what is your SSB for today? Oh, and I'm clapping for all three of you. And I hope our listeners know how much I just appreciate all three of you because what you all three said is such truth such embodied truth. I would say that my SSP is to embody flip sides of the same coin because bravery to be, to circle back to what you were saying in the beginning, we are all warriors of peace. We're warriors and of peace. And so we're tender and strong. I would err when I would be too assertive or when I would be too compassionate. So I want to be able to know in a given moment what is needed at this given moment? And that's where the conscious breathing comes in and the whole being awareness, pausing, and then making a choice. And mm. so what, what we hold on to, sometimes we have to let go other times, but it, there's never one thing that we do. Conscious bravery encompasses an array of options available to us at any given moment. Beautiful, Pamela. Beautiful. Thank you Thank so you. much. You. And can you let our listeners know where they can find you and where they can get your book? They can get my book. You all can get my book on amazon.com. It's under conscious bravery. And the subtitle is caring for someone with addiction. But these are tools, practices and pillars for bravery that we all need, whether or not we have someone in our lives that we care about who struggles with addiction or mental health. So these are mm -hmm. all tips and tools, very practical. It's short. I narrated it myself on Audible on Amazon. Nice. So you can listen to it in about four hours. <laughs> Thank you. And then you can go to my YouTube channel. And if you do, please, I would be so grateful if you subscribe. My YouTube channel has about, I don't know, 25, 35 um, basic tools that I teach, little two, three minute videos I've made and a bunch of podcasts and stuff that I'm on. And then if you want, you can find me on social media and feel free to email me, but I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn under my cool. name. We will be following you for sure. Hey, Thank Chad, you. are you doing a one-man show anymore? Or are you oh, just Lord, what no. are you doing Thank now? You, Jesus. That what, is what? over <laughs> and done with. Wait, wait, Thank you went Jesus, you said devil, Jesus. <laughs> Listen, is, is, I, is that a snake know. in the background that you handled, my brother? <laughs> just said. <laughs> Listen. You can take the boy out of the South, right? But I listen, I'm 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 very glad. It was a beautiful experience, but I am yeah. I am so thankful that we I'm on the other side of it. And I learned a lot and I had to I had to develop a little bit of bravery doing that that process mm. um and feel like a um and it was a big confidence boost uh going through Do that. Do you have anything coming up? Um, 
we've got we've got our we just had our event last friday it went really well and skip you'll be proud of me we're, we're from now and through uh until we get into the summer we're working on in the summer we're doing some live streaming of our events um so we'll be doing That's that the I'm next one about. yes the next one will be uh, it's, thank you it's tb T, tba when we're going to do it but it'll be in january uh so i'll okay. let y'all know when that is and, and we'll put in our program notes for the next yes. podcast so people can you follow can, you and See you do yes. your thing. You can find cool. us at Arc Shakes on all the handles. And I just got to say this, as you were talking, Pamela, I went, oh, Lord, it's so you can't see it here. But I just downloaded your Audible as we were talking. So uh, I, I just want to encourage everybody to get that on a instantaneous. It's, uh, there you go. Yes, it's right there, that. right oh, at your fingertips. You so right <laughs> hey, Faith, my sister, what are you doing? Where are you? Are you? I know you're always doing something. Where well, you <laughs> well, November 20th, I'll be with you. Unity Spiritual Center out in Westlake, Ohio, live stream uh, on, on what is it, Zoom? Well, it'll be streaming. It'll be streaming. So if you just look for their Facebook page and, you know, all my music is everywhere, uh, you know, ev everywhere you listen, faithrivera.com, all that. And, oh, my gosh, Chad's quote, though, there's a whole, I want to, like, go roll into another show. I'm going to have to talk about that quote yeah. next week. We I don't wanna, have time to roll into another show. Yeah. Maybe next no, no, week, will, but write it, write it down, write it down. Write it down, yeah. So anyway, what about you, Rev Skip? Where are you? Oh, my my goodness well you know here's what i gotta say that i'm everywhere and one thing i want to say about your music everywhere you know we use it for our podcast on on insight timer so Ooh. every friday live event we do it so i think i might owe you some money but anyway <laughs> um big announcement go to my website skipjennings.com and find out how you can go to bali with me we're taking a trip to bali on june 4th to the 14th so excited we have 25 spots but now we only have 23 spots and there they're going go. quick so, and this is a spiritual journey to see all the temples in Bali. We have four different towns we're going to. We're going to be doing incredible things about learning about the Balinesian culture, eating, loving, having fun, having a great time, and yoga every morning, meditation every morning, spiritual teachings every morning by yours truly. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We are voices.unity. We got to do something about that, Chad. But follow us on Instagram. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Voices of Unity Facebook group, where we drop some things in there. We drop some knowledge in there. And then again, you guys also remember you can follow all of us on our personal um, Instagram and Facebook, all that. Just check us out. We're doing some great things. So Pamela, once again, it's been such a privilege to have you. Congratulations on your new book. And um, yeah, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you so very much. It's just spectacular, spectacular to know all of all of you and to connect energetically with your listeners. I feel the, the presence of everyone here. It's yeah. really amazing. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. And everyone, remember, we just truly, truly, truly love you here at the show. And we're just so grateful that you listen to us. Until mm -hmm. next time, we just say peace and blessings. Aloha. Subscribe, like, and share. Spread the love. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition 
and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.